Moncrief on News Talk. Can you make a political statement, even a sectarian one, with a bottle of alcohol? This has been the subject of debate for some time now in Scotland, ever since the launch of King William Fortified Wine. Dave Scott is the director of the anti-sectarianism charity Nil by Mouth, who complained to the regulator about the product. Dave, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. When did King William Fortified Wine first appear on the shelves? About 68 months ago, a Jersey-based company launched a product uh, with a bit of fanfare in the media in Glasgow, talking about this this wonderful product that was going to remember King William's contribution to history. And it was heavily branded with 1690, the year of the Battle of the Boyne. And certainly it seemed to me as a, a very uh, cynical attempt to, they were talking about the alcohol volume being 16.90%. Uh, mm-hmm. And part of me thinking in terms of cynicism in terms of like um, wading in identity politics it was a hundred percent attempt of inflammatory and to try and kind of I guess cash in on you know what was sectarian tensions in Glasgow. You know, it's a place that has a history of sectarianism. I mean, you've hundreds of arrests every year right across Scotland for sectarianism. And what's interesting is a lot of these arrests are fueled by alcohol. So you sort of imagine what you know in this situation when we're trying to tackle a serious social problem, issues around identity and complexities. What do we need more than somebody wading in with a very crude attempt at making a few quid, um, almost like a kind of brew dog version of bigotry? Um, and so this was brought to the attention of uh, of the Portman Group, which is a sort of self-regulation body, and people complained about it, and they asked us to get some evidence and uh, some description as to what went wrong with it. So, yeah, yeah, but I, but I suppose one could argue it's 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 a humorous take on that, given that you know the alcohol volume is sixteen point nine zero and all that. I would say to you, Sean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a county Andrew man, born and bred. I've lived in Scotland 23 years now. I understand sectarianism. I understand identity. I also understand banter and when we can laugh at things. And I find sectarianism to be a cocktail of three things, passion, pantomime and poison. And that idea of saying something, you know, it's just a bit of a joke, just a bit of a fun, just a bit of a laugh. And sometimes people hide behind whether that passion for a cause, be that your, your belief in Protestantism, Catholicism in the United Ireland in terms of maintaining the, the union, um, you know, there's a passion for that. There's, there's a legitimate place. There's a legitimate place for King William of Orange and his history to be talked about and discussed and understood. Well, they're not agree about it, but, it, you know, it's a legitimate thing. But they're dying this thing up as pantomime. It's just a bit of a laugh, just a bit of a joke, but it's not. And the problem with it is symbols matter. Symbolism is the very DNA of sectarianism. You can see it in Belfast with flags. You can see it in other parts of the world where dates and we're, we're going through the centenary of uh, you know celebrations and commemorations and things that come with it. These things matter to people. And in a place like Glasgow, when you have things like the, the old firm fixture, where there is a history of sectarianism, to toss this in was hugely irresponsible. And what's interesting is the response from the company. I don't know if this has been picked up um, by, by the media, but, but, but back over at home. But it's a very po-faced response that's come from this company where they're talking about people can be offended by anything. This is a disgrace that you can't display a monarch. And at the line, there's a little line with, at the last bit. They give us a media statement out the other day that said, now we've got you know limited edition number of the products left and we're sure that these will fly off the shelves. So this has always been a crass exercise in money-making and a way of kind of, you know, of, of fueling this identity politics 
politics, which can have very, very serious consequences. Uh, I work for a charity called No My Mouth, was set up after a young man had his throat slit and he bled to death because of the colour of football scarf he was wearing. These folks are playing with fire and they're not thinking about the things that come in, uh, the, the consequences and impacts that this can have on other people. Yeah, and in the, the labelling on the bottle, what, could you describe what kind of images they had on that? Yeah. yeah, well, the images in the front had um, King William of Orange on it. It did have him on his kind of white charger, the the way I suppose that you would see him immortalised in cable walls and things in Belfast. Um, and, and it was it was that kind of not cartoonish, but it was it was very it was a very attempt. What, what was the, the William of Orange himself shouldn't cause offence to people. You may not like it, but King William of Orange is a historical figure. All right, he's someone who who his actions impact on the island that you and I were born on. Uh, in Scotland where I live, and indeed wider Europe for all these times on. But plastered all the way around, it was the 1690 year of the Battle of the Boyne. And the 1690 was the year when, you know, as a rule of thumb, people think it's where the Protestants beat the Catholics. That's why people see it. And for people to produce an alcohol right up to that, I mean, it defies belief that this is some sort of responsible marketing. Or This is the sort of thing that you used to kind of see when uh, maybe some of your listeners who are familiar with, with the North would probably know the Notts Corner Market near Aldergrove where, where, where people would sell these kind of loyalist um, you know, tea towels and tapes and things like that. And they're all kind of grubby. It's that sort of thing. And they're trying to phrase this as a high-end product. You know, this is something that, that you know people would choose and connoisseurs would drink. It's not an attempt at that at all. It trivialises William of Orange. So, for example, the Grand Orange Lodge of, of Ireland launched their own range of coffee um, related to, to William of Orange, and you can disagree with it otherwise, but, but they're saying that this is somebody who's a significant figure in our culture and our history and significant to us, and this is the way we like to brand it. And I would challenge anyone to say that industrial strength caffeinated alcohol, right? The sort of things that is discarded um, around street corners and broken bottles and linked with so much, I mean, so much violence because, it, you know, caffeinated alcohol is very different to um to normal alcohol you know people's behavior are different it's like in tearing glasgow to kind of liquid speed such as the, the impact that it can kind of have on people so to throw this in with all the stuff about identity politics i mean it defies belief that these people want to be seen as a credible drinks company yeah. what they are are peddlers in identity politics and take away you know the you know by all means talk about king william of the third talk about his heritage talk about the things going celebrate it if that's your thing and consider it otherwise if not but to actually sit and put it as cheap cheap alcohol it's a cheap stunt it's a cheap stunt to hide attention and these companies are very well insulated from having to deal with the consequences of sectarianism from their base in Jersey and to talk about patriotism is fascinating for an organisation that perhaps you know lives in the lowest you know the lowest tax part of the United Kingdom the crown dependencies well the, so the, me, the interesting thing was, uh, it was that um if I, I'm getting this right, they, they can't really um, argue that, oh, we didn't realise the sensitivity of the situation because they have a King William gin, a King William rum and a King William whiskey with no E in it, of course. Uh, and again, they're claiming it's not targeted at anybody in particular. Yeah, listen, I mean, you can, you can do what you want around the kind of images of things, but these are serious historical figures. So just plucking random for the sake of something like Eamon de Valera, for example, a significant figure in the foundation of the modern Republic of Ireland, the island of Ireland, whatever way you want to keep it. You may disagree with his views and different, different things around that. But you wouldn't plaster on the front of a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of wine or things along that because it's tacky. And what you're sort of looking to do is you're not treating these people with sort of 
the, the respect of their history or their understanding of history, you're just crudely trying to say to people, buy our cheap industrial liquor, suck it to the people you don't like, and antagonize people as much as you want. And yeah. that does a disservice to to people who would hold King William of Orange dear, and, and sorry, the city and place that I grew up, the people that do that. I don't think necessarily people would be jumping up and down celebrating that, thinking, you know what King William of Orange would have wanted if it was here? Really caffeinated bottle of cheap alcohol that you can break and smash to put around it. So my, my, my point of my point of view, Sean, is look, enjoy your drink, and if you want to enjoy a bottle of a bottle of wine, champagne, a cup of coffee with King William the Third, that's completely your your choice. No one will make it, but please don't bring this sort of garbage into a city like Glasgow, where it has this issues around identity and politics and history and religion, because you're only adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. And so now, I mean, I think, as I understand, the ICP kind of ruled in your favour. So what do, what does this company have to do now? Did they have to withdraw it or somehow change the labelling? I think what they have to do is change the labelling. Again, if you wish to have King William on the way, I understand they can use the image of King William. That, that's, that's, it's not patented. It's not put around. You, you can kind of use it. They will have to change the labelling. They will have to maybe think about the alcohol content that comes up with it. And they will have to have dialogue with the industry as to what to do. And again, they may come back and may, you know, other people may complain about it. We may be asked for opinion again um, from organisations. So I think there's also a gentle issue to talk about when something like this happens is changing the labelling and offer. Do you want to say to people, well, you know what? This actually doesn't help any thing in any way this doesn't uh, encourage responsible drinking it doesn't encourage responsible behavior um maybe you should you should think about whether you actually want to to market this product at all so i would i would urge them to to think about what they're doing to think about why they're doing it i think they know fine rightly what they're doing you know they're wanting to cash in on controversy and if you read the statement the person says they're almost saying at the end well this is terrible business and isn't this awful but you know what this is all limited edition now so we can throw up a few quid so perhaps perhaps that they feel this is a victory for them perhaps it's that kind of brew dog approach which is say something sensational and just get noticed things like paddy power and stuff do which is they just just want you looking at them yeah. they just want your eyes they just want attention so perhaps somewhere in their little jersey bolt home they're looking at that listening to this thinking that was a victory for us in some ways but i think by making these changes the the portman group has kind of i think common sense has prevailed in terms of the product being available in the streets of glasgow dave scott is director of the anti-sectarianism charity nil by mouth dave thanks a million pleasure sean moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m on news talk